I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave earth. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. With me, as always, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's show is sponsored by Valerie M. Once again, we thank you so much for your prayerful support and financial help to keep us on the air on ACN Thursdays at 3 p.m. Becky, what's going on today? Nothing. Nothing at all. There she is with her (laughs) candid commentary here on the radio. Hey, we want everybody out there to know that we are listener-funded, so if you'd like to help us out, 509-818-7818. I will say this, in the next few months, we're going to have some good interviews coming out. There is a primary election coming up. You know we like to get those people that are running a chance to get their platform out on the air on ACN. Check us out digitally, where most places you could find podcasts. We are podcasters, Becky. Mm-hmm. Yes. She's still in denial about that. <laughs> hey, we thank everybody that's checked us out on social media. Uh, check out what Becky puts on uh, Facebook. Sometimes it gets a little uh, a little hot there on the old book face. Yeah. Yep. She's yeah. full of them today. <laughs> hey, I'll just keep it going. We are so thankful for everybody that tunes in at 3 p.m. on Thursdays. Hope you continue to listen at 3.30, Church and State. Always got to give those guys a shout out. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they're going to talk about? They don't even know what uh, they're Yeah, that's about. the best part about listening there. You don't know what's <laughs> going to come out of their mouth. And we love it. We love those guys. We thank them for all the help to get this show going. We also have to thank all those people that have supported us over this year and a... Who've been on the air? A year and a half? Not quite. Yeah pretty close though yeah we're getting close and we enjoy what we do we hope you guys enjoy what we do uh if you'd like to let us know something maybe you want us to talk about maybe you want to talk about with us maybe you've got a business that you would like to advertise here mm-hmm. hey give us a call 509-818-7818 once again we gotta thank the people over at 16 cents three shoes and five socks I think those numbers are right. Yep. Hey, I know you, the 16 cents is. Yeah. If you need uh, any of your furniture needs, go check them out, man. We went, they had a fire sale last week, got us a kitchen table. That's what you were going to do Saturday. You That's, asked me earlier, yep. what I was I going to do Saturday? Hey, great people, great mission. They're giving, they help people that are in need with furniture. I, this is This is my call to you guys. If you're out there and you need furniture, don't go to the big, huge chain stores. Shop locally. Mm-hmm. This this business hires locally, it puts food on the table locally, and it helps locally. Helps a lot. Yeah, as you heard, our friend David last week we replayed the uh, the digital hygiene. He is a big proponent of shopping local, mm-hmm. right? Keeping your hard earned dollars in conservative minded people, because hey, we know we're not going to change Target. No, Coke is always going to be woke. Bud Light will continue to make crappy beer. I don't even drink, but mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody else drank Bud Light. <laughs> but what you can do to feel better about yourself is keep your hard-earned dollars locally amongst those who you know think just like you. Mm-hmm. Maybe not just like you. We don't want to all think just alike. That's crazy. No. We don't need echo chambers. No. And so today, Becky has some uh, scripture verses. Verses. Ugh. Come on, man. Yeah, it's been a while. 
been on vacation. So now she's got some scripture verses she wants to talk about, what she got from it, and maybe she'll let me talk about it too. Yeah. What you got there? So I titled this. Yeah, I titled it. All right. Never miss an opportunity to shut up. Oh. Which is odd since we're on a podcast. Yeah, and she tells me that quite a bit. <laughs> and I tell the kids that. Mm-hmm. You're spewing too much information. Yep. Be quiet. Don't talk to just talk. But I was reading Psalm 39 <clears throat> the other day, and it's kind of stuck with me because we've had some large changes in our lives, and it's kind of put me in a different position than I've been in. Dare I say, humbled me a little bit. Mm, all right. I'm in the process even still of being humbled. Some humble pie? Yeah. And it's it's interesting. But anyway, so I'm going to read Psalm 39, 1 through 3. All right. Because that's where I was like, ah, crap, crap, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so it says, I said, I will take heed to my ways that I sin not with my tongue. I will keep my mouth with the bridle while the wicked is before me. I was dumb with silence. I held my peace even from good. And my sorrow was stirred. My heart was hot within me while I was musing the fire burned. Then I spake with my tongue. Maybe I'll read verse 4 too. Lord, make me to know mine end and measure of my days what it is that I may know how frail I am. So um, kind of what I got out of that was the wicked or the unsaved same thing um they just have meaner words back in the old testament um they can use your angry doubting ways against you if you are speaking out like um so in this david was kind of he was having doubts as we all do not mm-hmm. doubts about his <coughs> salvation or anything like that but just like god where are you um but he knew I'd better not say that in front of these guys because mm-hmm. they'll use it against me. Like, David doesn't even believe what he says he believes. And that could really ruin your testimony. That's true. So so what he did was I didn't say anything at all. I didn't doubt my God. I didn't bring up my God. I just stayed silent and let them speak. And he said in Psalm 3.3, my heart was hot within me, meaning... He had to swallow his pride, and that hurts. Mm -hmm. Because his normal, I would assume, as most of us, our normal reaction is to maybe come to God's defense. Like, he needs our defense, or he needs us to defend him. But when people say things that make us angry about God, Mm -hmm. um, I get mad. And I can easily strike out at people. And I know David... Smite them. This wasn't David's problem. His problem was he's he's in a situation. Mm-hmm. Mean, um, mean guys were after him. They wanted to kill him. Um, and so he was like, God, where are you? What? you know?" But he didn't want them to know he was thinking that. But I don't think he wanted to talk about anything at all. So he just was quiet. And so he couldn't say anything bad against God. But that also puts you in the position of... Well, I can't really speak up about him either. I mean, it's a sticky situation. That it is. Um, but but I know that feeling of my heart was hot within me. Because when you're holding your peace, as it were, <laughs> or holding back what you really want to say. You don't think he was having a heart attack? 
No. Mm. There was no COVID shots. Oh. Anyways. Um, gotcha. It hurts to swallow your pride, and that's what he had to do. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, I've I've been doing that lately. I'm like. Pride I, is spicy. Absolutely. And the new things that I am. Embarking upon. New adventures mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Embarking upon has has humbled me in the way that I thought, you know, living in the world is so easy if you just put your faith in God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's, it is, but it isn't, you know, when you love and care about people, especially people that are unsaved Mm -hmm. and don't see anything wrong with the world the way it is, I have to hold my tongue a lot. Yeah. And and I don't hold my tongue when it comes to my beliefs or anything like that, but man, I've had to hold my tongue a lot lately and it's not easy. And I've, I've been in the past, like, uh, said some things to other people and been like, why don't you just say this? Mm-hmm. Who cares if you're going to lose your job? Nah, nah, nah. Because I was a self-employed. Mm-hmm. And it's not, that's my humble pie. Yeah. It's, it doesn't, it's not that easy. I mean, how, how many times, you know, we want to use the, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. You've heard Becky and Absolutely. I discuss this before. Not two-ended sword. No. Two-edged sword. And we want to just lop their heads off with the word of God. Yeah. That's not how you win souls. It's not. And, <laughs> and you when don't... you like the person, mm-hmm. like I'm just getting to know these people, and it would be easy for me to just roll my eyes and walk away, but then I'm the one being a turd. Yeah. And that is not how I want to be. And that's not, absolutely not going to win any souls. And if the very least I can show them that, um, not all Christians are these far right extremists, even though I am a far right extremist and I wear that as a badge of honor, but I'm not one of these ones that hates everybody. Mm-hmm. And I, and I don't think that I'm better than someone else because of my beliefs. Um, but anyways, just that Psalm 39, I feel David's pain. And this is my own fault because I, before we started Getting into this section of the Psalms, I I prayed and asked God to let me feel and see what David was feeling and seeing. Because, I mean, you've said before, David's just a whiny little baby. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to say that. But if you put yourself, we can't put ourselves in his position because he had entire cities and armies after him wanting to kill him. Mm-hmm. And, and that may be the case for us, but we don't know it. So we aren't shaking hiding in a cave somewhere asking god you know to protect us and prolong our lives but yeah i asked and i say that about david and jess oh i know but i also i've been there and i didn't have god to call on yeah i've been so lost scared threatening my life and man i wish i had a god i wish i had god at that time to say where are you Mm -hmm. because i know he would have showed up and he did show up because i'm here speaking you to you today yeah but I think, you know, God showing me that it, while I'm not, my situation isn't dire like David's was, he was allowed me to see what David was, where he was coming from, I guess. Mm-hmm. And how, how do we portray to the unsaved, like you said, what a, a true Christian is in love and understanding, but not condoning? 
Right. We understand that the world has beaten and torn the truth of God apart. Mm -hmm. So people don't understand they're not living in that. And yes, the Bible is heavy and you could just crack somebody in the head with it, mm -hmm. both physically and mentally. But what did, what's the old saying? You catch a lot more flies with honey than with vinegar. Yep. Than with punching, like with, with, with yeah. punching bees. Yeah. You catch a lot more honey with. A real thing. You, yeah. Catch a lot more bees with honey than punching a bee. That, yeah. I don't now think you're just that's, making stuff up. Yeah. Be nice to people, but don't do it in compromising. Yeah. We, don't compromise your beliefs just to be nice to someone. You can be nice to somebody and still tell them the truth. And even if you have to preface it with, you know, this might hurt a little or something, but don't don't ever back down from stating the word of God. But don't uh Yeah. Don't do like hide Jesus it. did. Right? Jesus didn't condone any of the sin. He didn't condone, he didn't have dinner with the sinners and walk away a sinner himself. Right. They walked away changed. Yeah. And it's going to be tough for us to be just like Jesus, but that's what we should be shooting for. Mm -hmm. And as you were reading that, I thought about the words, because I'm more of a Proverbs guy, mm -hmm. the words of David's son, right? Mm -hmm. So in Proverbs 11, in verse, I don't have my glasses on here, 30, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. And he that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in the earth, much more the wicked and the sinner. And I, I highlighted that as I read, the fruit of the righteousness is the tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Is that not what we're here for? Mm -hmm. That's exactly what Becky was talking about. We're here to win souls. Mm -hmm. We're here to show people Christ. Because I can tell you in the end, the ones that get away are the ones that we're going to remember. Mm -hmm. I can, yes, speak to that. And the ones that we <laughs> use that two-edged sword in a bad way. And I really think that two-edged sword is to be aimed at yourself. Yeah, it I can also speak to that in a... <laughs> yeah, the two-edged sword should be splitting you asunder, letting you feel the power of God. Mm -hmm. But the ones that you do scare away, you're going to always think, what should I have done different? Yeah. What should I have done better? I agree. And yeah. and I carry around some of those if only I would have mm -hmm. instances. And and for some, you know, it's too late. Some of those people have died and, you know, that's a missed opportunity that I have to live with on this earth. Mm -hmm. And even me using the word of God in in the not a very nice way, like I'll just tell this story when I worked in Seattle. I, I may have told this story on the, on this show before, but I was having a conversation with a girl, and I um, she was talking about her boyfriend living at home, and he was like 26 or whatever, and I was like, well, you know, it says in the Bible that you're supposed to leave your mother and father and cleave to your wife. And this girl behind me pipes up and goes, well, not everybody believes in the Bible. And instead of saying, well, that's inter interesting, you let's talk about this or something, I just looked at her and said, well, I wasn't even talking to you. <laughs> I don't know what part of the Bible the, that's in, but. I was, and that was the end of the, con well, I was irritated, A, that yeah. she butted into our conversation, and B, that she had the gall to not believe the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so my knee-jerk reaction was, look, homie, I'm not even talking to you. 
go eat your own duck egg and leave me alone. Because mm. I thought it was weird that she raised ducks and then was eating their eggs. Now you're like, man, I could go for some duck eggs. <laughs> well, I thought, that's your pet and you're eating its babies. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's something that I, I will always remember that because I was like, that was really a stupid way to handle that situation. And what if I was the only person that was ever going to uh, talk about the gospel to her? And I didn't because I had an attitude. Yeah. Blew that. Can't ever go back. I don't even know her last name anymore. God will give you another chance to bring the gospel to someone, I'm sure. Well, yeah, there's been many, many chances, but that's the one I get to remember. Yeah. That's how I handled that. You could be lucky like me, and God always puts atheists in your path to try to win over. And I can tell you what, I feel good inside because I'm doing what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm. But, man, I walk away like, did that did that do any good? Right. I hope that that seed is planted, and I hope that they're like, well, man, Matt's a pretty nice guy. And he knows who Jesus is, and he told me about him. Well, he just walks away from it that way, and then someone down the line can lay it a little bit thicker. Water the seed that you planted. Yeah, we, we know that God will raise that seed yeah. when it's time. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm just praying that God give me some fruit that's ready to pick. <laughs> you feel like a winner when you're you're the one that you're standing there when they accept Christ. Mm-hmm. Or they come to you and ask you about it because they know that you're a Christian. Yeah. I've had a few of those fall in my lap. <laughs> yeah. And I pray for those atheists that I've talked to before because yeah, they're man. confused. And they're, yeah. to me, it's a defeatist attitude. That's what even before I was saved child of God, I knew that there was something bigger than me. There had to be. Mm-hmm. Because I've been places and you could see the beauty of a creator, mm-hmm. not an accident. Right. And it just seemed like if this is if this is it, if this is what our souls are made for, man, that stinks. Yeah, boo. Because I, not you know, do over. <laughs> I'm not going to make 65 or whatever. I I think I wasn't going to make 30. Yeah. I thought, man, that's bad. Then I made 30. I was like, I'm not going to make 40. Then I made 40. You know, it just keeps then going. You were going to make 50, and you made 50. And well, easy oh, there. Oh, that's right. You're not 50. But I don't care if I don't make it any further now, because I know where I'm going in the end. Yeah. You know, I'll laugh at you from up there. When I beat you there. Hey, newsflash. You don't get to look down from heaven. That's a myth. But you know. You don't know that. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do know that. Also, what I was going to say about you know where you're going now. I see these people that are so afraid of, of everything. everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, how are you even functioning as a human being? And then I say something like, maybe you should carry a gun if you're that afraid of everything. <gasps> I'm afraid of guns. Well, I don't carry a gun. What? Yeah. I don't. And and the reason is because they're afraid to die because they don't have that faith. They don't know where they're going or they don't believe that there's something after that. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's, I mean, if you've listened to the show, we've told you to, to get away from media. Yes, oh my word. Media it pumps you full of the fear, and I, I don't blame these people that are afraid of everything because that is a tactic, mm-hmm. right? It was, I forget which commie, and I'll call him that, mm-hmm. said that if you just pump them with fear for like six or eight months, then you'll break them because they're so fear, fearful. of. Oh, so fear. So fear. Sorry. Ah, I'm so fear. <laughs> it's the truth, though. I watch, We've watched it happen. In 2020. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's wild. We're still, I still see people wearing masks, still taking COVID shots. What are you afraid of? Still taking COVID tests. Yeah. 
It doesn't matter. It's a cold now. Exactly. That's what. Yeah, I was explaining I mean, to someone. There are some people that it takes longer to get over, and you feel like crap. But what do you need to test for? Yeah, I looked back at my life, and I remember people getting sick. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, sometimes it took longer to get. Shoot, remember when both you and I had the flu at the same time in, mm -hmm. what was that, 2017, 2018? Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? We were down for two weeks. Mm -hmm. I didn't call the CDC and be like, help me. What is this? I'm mm -hmm. going to die. Dr. Fauci, how do I get rid of this? Yeah. What? Everyone around me needs to wear a mask. No, we had the flu. We sweated it out for two weeks. And then we moved on with life. Lost a few LBs. It was good. I don't think I lost anything. Oh. <laughs> I feed the flu. Yeah. I don't starve it. So, I mean, that that is my prayer is that you out there who know who Christ is can affect those that are fearful. Yeah. Those that don't know. That fear that this 70, 80, 90, 100 years, that's still not a long time when we get eternity. Mm-hmm. They get eternity, too, but it's in the other direction. Yeah, and that's what I don't want. If you have no sympathy for somebody or you're you're uh, mad at them or you think they're a scumbag, picture that person going to hell, and yeah. that'll change your outlook real quick. Mm -hmm. And it should. And if it doesn't, then you need help. Yeah, it's, it's a scary world. Pray and help one another. And this that leads me to my... Another topic that I love discussing with people is so many people want the government to take care of the homeless, to take mm -hmm. care of the battered, to take care of the orphans. Guess what the Bible says? That's our job. That's our job. But we've we as Christians have too easily handed it over. And we we've, we've got other charities like Catholic charities that have just become a Marxist corrupt mm -hmm. institution that they're not even they don't care about helping the homeless and downtrodden. They care, and this is verbatim out of one of their mouths, that we are a property management group now. Mm -hmm. They, you know, don't, they come in, they build these apartments, and they put homeless people in there. They don't help them with their drug addiction, their mental health, any of these things. These are places as Christians that we need to be inserting ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Catholic Charities, you're a Marxist organization now. You're helping the decline of this nation quicker than most other groups. Yeah. I you're don't, enabling oh, them. How's this? Catholic Charities, you're helping bring on a Marxist revolution faster than the Democratic Socialists of America. Because we all know the DSA is a bunch of jokes. And so I would say this group of, you know, conservative Catholics, which they aren't, right? No, they're not conservative. They want to they wanna bilk a, a city for money because they don't build it on their own. Mm -hmm. And I do... I do agree we need to help those that are less fortunate. Mm -hmm. But I don't agree with how they go about it. And I don't agree with us handing all this power over to the government and saying, yeah, it's your job. Because guess what? 90% of what we hand over to the government goes in their back pocket. Mm -hmm. Or and to Ukraine. And then they're like, oh, we need to raise taxes. Uh. Mm -hmm. And I saw Zelensky the other day saying to us Americans... Your money is basically your money is going toward a good cause. Oh. I'm sorry, your back pocket is not a good cause. Mm -hmm. The people of Ukraine are not benefiting from our tax dollars. And anybody that's like anybody that gets angry at you for not supporting Ukraine, tell them I'm not supporting the Ukrainian government. Mm -hmm. I support 
not killing and and de-homing whatever Ukrainian people. Mm -hmm. They're under a tyrannical regime. Yeah. It's a puppet government put up by NATO and the United Nations and us. There's something in there. That, that money isn't going to Ukraine. It's yeah. coming back to America via Zelensky. And here, here's my argument against Democrats. They used to, and you could look at RFK Jr., the one that's running for president now, the anti-vaxxer, and that's about where we split. That's the only thing we yeah. have in common. The only thing. I mean, he does want to take care of the poor and the drug addicts and all that mm -hmm. because he's a true Democrat. He's anti-war as well. Mm -hmm. He's pro-choice. But here's the thing is these Democrats now who all of a sudden the Democrats became the warmongers. Yeah, what the heck? Well, that's because the global elitists put all these Democrats in, so they have to, you know, do what their masters say. Yet then we as conservatives look at the southern border, and I, I'm going to connect these two here. Mm -hmm. We only have a few minutes left. But we look at the southern border, the poorest, the amount of illegals that are coming across the border. Then we also look at the billions of dollars going to Ukraine to arm them, not to help the orphans and the widows from this war. I'm anti-war in any aspect. There's always a better way about it. Mm -hmm. God will sift us out. But so now the same party that wants to cross the border is also the war party. This is you. This is you, the Democratic Party. They've left you in the dust. If you are pro-immigration and pro-war, you can't have it both ways. No. But the global elites have made you think this is the Democratic Party now. We have to be pro-war pro and we have to be pro-illegal immigration. I'm super pro-immigration. This country was founded on the backs of immigrants. Mm -hmm. And I don't have any problem with that. I do have a problem with all the Chinese and Muslim military-age men that they're stopping at the border and they're getting away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, what was... The number of Chinese people crossing the southern border far outweighs mm -hmm. the number of actual people from South America. Yeah. But then we also have to look that the Communist Chinese Party is killing them in China. They're yeah. doing what they have to do. But here's the thing. $6.2 billion, $100 billion, whatever it is that goes to Ukraine, could have bought all these people a house back in their country. Mm -hmm. could, have, could have done anything. Could have helped them here in this country. But that's not what the money's for. Exactly. It's for pockets. Exactly. So you can tell your Democratic friends, if that's if you even have any, how can you be both? That's just my, my question to ponder is how can you be both pro-war in anywhere? Because the 20-year war in Afghanistan and Iraq was also promoted by the Democratic Party and pro-mass immigration into this country. I'll leave you with that thought because we're out of time. Becky, I thank you for your research and your studying on David and his heartburn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everybody else, I thank you guys for tuning in on ACN, 3 p.m. If you'd like to get a hold of us, 509-818-7818 for Becky. I'm Matt. Until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me a new I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they wanna kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough.